Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. Hey, how's your Thanksgiving? Uh, pretty good. Did you, you murder know? any natives? Uh, not this year. Oh. Um, you know, there's always next year, unless so we have a, nuclear So it was a pretty war. lackluster Thanksgiving. Yeah, and Sans I just... the Cowboys' victory. Yeah, and I want to point out one thing about the native thing. Like, my family comes from Germany... Yeah. But they came over before uh, the Nazis and way after fucking killing the Indians. So I have clean hands on both. <laughs> <laughs> My family, um, we're so we can't get blamed for any of that shit. So I honestly don't know much about my ancestry, so I I don't know. Well, I don't know about my mom's side so much. I just go by my dad's side because I got his name. So I I'm know. white and we're from the South, so I'm pretty sure we probably had some involvement. <laughs> There's probably, there might be a little something there. Yeah, my family. I don't know all, for sure. They're all from the Northeast uh, originally and stuff yeah. up in the uh, Midwest, Northeast area. So I mean, I know my dad's side's German. Uh, but my mom's side's a little bit more rocky. Yeah. That's what I said. My mom, I don't really know her side 100%, but I know my dad's side's clean, so I'll just claim that. And, uh, <laughs> we'll pretend, you know what I'm saying? We're just like, eh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure the other side's fine, too. I'm sure they had nothing to do with any of it. Yeah, since I came to the age of reason, you know, when I lost religion and started having empathy for others and stuff like that. Yeah. <coughs> I'd, I'd like to claim some responsibility for that, but I can't because you were still... Not like you're, you weren't like a big church guy ever. Like, I mean, we lived together. No. I don't remember you ever going to church, but I mean, you did believe in the Lord. And I yeah. think you, you still did after you left. Uh, so, yep. I, as much as I might have tried to be a bad influence on you, I can't claim any responsibility. Oh, yeah. And I was, uh, I was pretty bigoted too. What's changed? What? What? Um, but I mean, s- since yeah. I came to the age of reason, uh, that's one thing that's always <laughs> been like kind of stuck in my craw is like every thanksgiving i'm just sitting there like what how do the natives really feel that this is like our fucking holiday well i think the initial thanksgiving i mean it was legitimate from oh like, no no to that historical I, record so yes but it was a complete fallacy <laughs> yeah i mean after we turned on him and killed the fucking head of the tribe that like we had yeah. thanksgiving with and cut his head off and kicked it, it around it was, town yeah it was it yeah it was the <laughs> ultimate beginning of betrayal yeah you know, this whole, hey let's get together and be bros but we were bros at first and then we decided you know what we really like this place 
we think we want all of it. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> eh, man, you know how things go. Yeah, and especially, I mean, how, I mean, uh, sure, they're probably hostile natives, but, I mean, I think some of it was a little bit justified. But for the most part, I mean, the as far as I know, uh, looking in history books and diving into that stuff, um, the natives were really nice really nice mm-hmm. to to people coming over um i remember uh reading a story um i can't remember what town it was but it was one of like one of the first towns developed by us whites <coughs> and um they were waiting on uh you know people from uh, the mayflower and stuff to get over Mm-hmm. You know, and like a shitload of people died on the Mayflower and all that stuff, and it took them like for fucking ever to get over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they arrived at the town, it may have not been the Mayflower. I might be completely wrong on this. Fake Probably. news. Um, but whenever they arrived, like the entire town like caught a bug and died. Like all of the pilgrims fucking died from this disease. Um, but one of the natives. He stayed around because he was actually taught English. That Squanto, and then helped these invaders as they later became mm-hmm. to like you know learn how to crop in this environment. Blah 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 blah. Uh, what to eat, what not to eat, where to stay away from, all that kind of stuff. I mean that's that's pretty badass. And then we just completely shat on them and took all their land and cheated them out of everything, raped their women. Well, all that fun stuff. To be fair, it's partially their fault because they didn't have God in their lives and we couldn't deal with this dirty fucking heathen yeah. Indians. They wouldn't accept the Lord Jesus that Christ. That was their undoing. Oh, yeah, man. Read the Catholic Church and what they did to natives when they wouldn't accept the Lord. Oh, my God. It's awful. Oh, I don't know, man. It was just in the eyes of the Lord, I'm sure. Oh, it always is. So... um <laughs> Since we're kind of on this, I was going to anyway. bring it up a little bit later, but I had uh, I told you just before we started, I had a story I got a couple of weeks ago that I thought was fucking hilarious, and it really deals with this subject in a way because we we talked about this before about how religious people, you know, instead of fucking helping people, like they go to these third world countries and they supply them with Bibles instead yeah. of things they really need, uh, too, you know, because you have to convert them. Instead of just helping them, there has to be a caveat to it. Like, oh, you're not going to accept the Lord? Sorry, no food for you. Um, So in India, there's these islands off of India. I mean, there's a whole chain of them, but there's like a couple in particular, and I'd butcher the fucking names, but they're called like the um, Andaman and Nicobar or some shit like that. Probably pronounced wrong. Islands. And they're off limits. Like, they are completely off limits to everybody because there's still tribes that live on them. That oh, have, I like, heard about this. Yeah, and like these are people, like legitimate tribes that live on these islands that have never been around civilization at all. You know what I mean? And they don't want to be. No, no. they're And they're known to be pretty much like kind of cannibalistic. They're and, hostile. Yes. Yeah. And um, so this American, his name was Dependropothic. Um, I'm sure he's of Indian descent as well, but American nonetheless. He was, um, I can't remember exactly if, why, but he went over to um, India 
I don't know if his family stuff, but he had alternative motives. And one of them was to get to these islands. And it's the people on them. I can't remember. They're called like the Sentinelese or something tribe. And like I said, they've been there forever. And people don't even know how many there are or anything. But there's only estimated to be like, you know, maybe like 50 of them. I mean, it's very small. So, you know, just this little inbred fucking group. So they've just been fucking inbreeding the shit out of each other. No technology or civilization. So God can only imagine what the fuck is going on there, those people. But, you know, they're, it's a known thing. You stay the fuck away from there. Well, this guy's, you know, he's a, he was a Christian missionary. And while he was over there, he made it his mission <laughs> to secure um, a like some fishermen or something nearby to get a boat ride out to it. Now they're not supposed to do this and they know it. So they're breaking the law right off the bat, taking this fucker out there, but they would take him out within, you know, like about a thousand feet of the Island. Uh, Cause I guess, so they could kind of like, you know, stay on the, cause there's like a, a certain amount of space and I guess that's about it. So they take him as far as they could. So they could kind of claim ignorance and drop him off. And he'd get in his little fucking canoe and he would shovel off to the Island and he was going to try and convert these people to Jesus. Um, so they said the first day they dropped him off, they went back to pick him up a few hours, and he came back and he had some, like, arrow wounds, right? <clears throat> so you're thinking he probably learned his lesson, like, okay, you know, the Sentinelese people ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> so yeah. I'm going to, we'll just, we'll call it a day. It was a good try. Maybe not. No, he goes back again the next day. And the fishermen take him and do the same thing, drop him off again. So right off the bat, not only you think he would have got the hint when they're shooting arrows at him, but the fishermen probably be like, yeah, dude, this is a bad idea. Let's not do this again. But no, yeah. they're like, nah, eh, fuck it. We'll take him back. <laughs> so they drop him off again. That same day, he comes swimming back to the boat because they fucking busted up. They got a hold of his canoe and just tore it to shit. So, (laughs) the third day, (laughs) I stress the third day, they take him and drop him off again. This time, however, when they came back, uh, they didn't see him. They they kind of it says said they kind of went around the island, got a little bit closer, and they were calling for him and stuff until they noticed some of the tribesmen dragging his body around. <laughs> and so they had to go back and report it. So of course, all these fishermen are like, they're fucked now. They're all going to prison because they did this, and they haven't recovered. The thing is, like the police and stuff, they won't go on the island to look. So. They can't say officially he's dead, but they know he's dead, and they can't. Yeah. They're not going to do anything to the tribes people. They're kind of. It's not like they just have you know they could kill him, but it's their land, and it's just one of those things where it's like you kind of know better, you know. Yeah. So and he should have known better. Yeah, I I'm just, pretty sure they gave him ample warning. Well, that's what I mean. Like it's a shot known. arrows Adams busted up his canoe. That's like, hey, motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and like it's a known that, to me. Considering that people know that they're hostile, and this fucker still went in, yeah. they were being courteous. I love it though because they gave him two days. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's 
it's just so fucking much like one of these people. Like, oh, these people have been here for hundreds of years, probably longer, thousands of years maybe on this island. Yeah. No one, They know not to bother them. It's their fucking island. You leave them alone. Everybody knows it. It's illegal to get within like so much of a distance of it. But here comes this asshole, you know, who's got his Bible in his hand, and he's going to be the one that's going to make a difference. He's going to teach these people right. It's like, it's such a fucking, it's such a Christian mentality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's delusion is what it is. Which is exactly a delusion. Christian mentality. It's like, God damn it. I just, I thought that was hilarious. And the thing that I found interesting about the story about the bass. Um, on Netflix, there's a show called Dark Tourism, or I think it's Dark Tourism. It's Dark yeah, something that, like that. The Dark Tourist, I think is what it's called. That's it. And uh, uh, Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I've seen the thing. And they talk about, like, this island and stuff. And I've seen some, like, YouTube videos. I watch, like, you know, like, you'll look up most fucked up places or places on Earth you should stay away from. And this is, like, always in that list. <laughs> And they have video where people have taken it from, you know, quite a distance and stuff where people have flown over and you see these people and they're just like painted up and just fuck it. They look insane, man, from a distance. And like, you know, people have flown over in like helicopters or something and they're like chucking spears up in there at them and stuff. And it's like, yeah, you should know better. I just saw that and I was like, holy shit, man. I said, I can't believe someone actually tried to fucking go in there. And uh, then the f- yeah, I mean, it's again, it's a delusion. So he he literally thinks he probably thought that it was like God pushing him towards those islands to, you know, uh, save these people. Well, it's like, yeah, well, your delusion got you killed. Well, so you you know who else has delusions that kill them? Schizophrenics, uh-huh. <laughs> manic depressed. Uh, I mean, there's a you know, it, it's a mental illness, people. It is. I guess in one way it, it worked out for him because he now he's getting to see Jesus earlier, so he's getting. No, actually, with... it didn't because now he knows there is no heaven because Aww. he's dead. Oh man, he's in the fucking ground, or well, uh, probably probably not. in their bellies. Um, <laughs> but his brain is no longer functioning, hmm. so he's gone. Oh, man. Nothing. Lights out. I mean. I guess he doesn't know any better, so, you know, it's not like he could sit there and be like, oh, fuck, I was wrong, you know? <laughs> it's like he died and, it, you know, lights went out and that was it. Dude, it's just so fucking awesome. Um, I don't know if awesome is quite the term I'd use, but... No, I think it is. <laughs> I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think that's an awesome story. I just love the fact that the, the, you know, it's like, yeah, the first day he came back with arrow wounds in him. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I have I never I didn't hear the entire story. To be fair, um, I just heard about the dude that went to the island and he's a fucking idiot and got killed. Yeah. Um, like, I guess I could I can't understand it, but I can see some dumbass wanting to do that. But the whole fisherman part is what gets me. It's like these people knew better. Like initially, they should have known we shouldn't be fucking doing this. And then the second day, they should have been like, this is fucking nuts. And then the third day, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to be the adult and be like, dude, you're fucking sick in the head. We're not taking your ass to that island. You're going to kill yourself. Well, now they're all in prison, so good good luck to them. 
Yeah, hopefully no, that'll be a lesson to other fishermen who want to take delusional Christians to that island. Um, I don't know, man. I'm putting that at the top of my vacation list now. <laughs> I just want to I, take a look around. That's all. I want to convert them to atheism. Yeah. I'm going to go on a mission. Because it's a religion. I just want to be as awesome as the Christian missionaries. According to Christians that I talk to. I'm going to be an atheist missionary. Go spread that, my non-belief. Yeah. Have you ever gotten... I, I don't know how often you actually... Uh, argue with a christian but i have gotten into that whole discussion where they actually think that my lack of belief is a belief Mm -hmm. it's like huh where's your logic in that like no it's a belief system it's a religion like no it's not there there is no organization of atheism there's no like we we don't no it's not it's rational we we look at what the facts are, and that's what we base our life around. Facts. Yeah, I don't really. I don't know. I don't. We don't try, have I, a we don't have a book that we read that we all read and fucking put stupid ass Facebook posts with fancy lettering on it. <laughs> um, you know, we we don't have a, a an equivalent to thoughts and prayers. Whenever there's a mass shooting every week. It's not a religion. It's ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> it's okay, son. It's okay. Um, Jesus Christ, I was trying to think and see. So we did the last show about a week, a few days, a couple days before the election. And uh, yes, I I got to say, man, very happy with the outcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it went about as much as we anticipated yeah. um you know we we definitely expected to um not win in the senate which happened no i i said that i thought they'd lose one one or two seats in the senate and they lost two so um but i mean we definitely resoundingly took over the house yeah the last i don't know if you're aware of this but there was one more race that was outstanding and just a few hours ago before california. we started recording yep. yeah in and california Democrat won it, so they won forty seats. Yep. And uh, just in comparison, I this is interesting to me. And I I was wrong, man. I said you know most of the numbers I was looking at when I did my predictions, I said was showing about thirty five was the about the average prediction. But I said probably because of gerrymandering and suppression, we'd probably only see about twenty nine to thirty two. So they fucking blew it out of the water. On the house, I was yes. extremely happy with uh, the turnout. Most people showed up for midterm in history. That it was on numbers on par with the presidential election year, which is fantastic. Because when people get out and vote, especially because that means lazy fuckers and fucking young people are getting out. That means Democrats are going to do well, and they did. Even with all the gerrymandering, you know. Well. I'm going to fight back a little bit on the young vote because if you look at the actual numbers, the young vote was really not impressive at all. It never is, though. It, but, yeah, it was more impressive than normal, but it still was nothing. But, and, you know... I mean, that, it, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, but remember, we talked about it beforehand where, like, usually in a midterm, it's only maybe like 17%. I don't have the numbers in front of me now, but it's like 17% of young people voted and when they were polling it was showing like maybe the low 20s i'm like dude even if you get four or five percent more than usual considering that they skewed heavily toward democrat 
that that's I mean you're talking four or five percent of the population that's huge overall I yeah. mean that makes a big difference in all these races where Hillary lost by like one or two points in these districts that's that's a win for the Democrats and that's what happened I mean yeah it's not impressive but in comparison to the usual yeah you got to take what you get you know what I'm saying just be happy for it I mean I, I understand that but I mean what a, imagine if 40 percent of young people voted yeah holy shit yeah. We probably would have won the Senate. Yeah, but, um, you know, like yeah, I said. And, and I mean, I, I have seen a lot of people harping on the young vote and, like, getting on to young voters saying, oh, they're fucking lazy, blah, 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 don't vote. Da, 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 da. And it, I, I have to argue a little bit back at those people that, I mean, yeah, sure, you know, they probably should go out and vote. But I can't really harp on them too much for being apathetic about the whole thing because i mean you got to think well first off you know i'm gonna go with this old trope about young people with the advent of technology and how quickly they can get anything they want yeah and then they look at how slow washington is to do anything anything it can be frustrating um, also young people, uh, you know, uh, experience gives you better outlook on life as far as like predicting and stuff. And mm -hmm. just knowing that, Hey, just because you maybe lost that one seat, you got to fight the battle still. Um, but young people, they'll, they'll get disheartened whenever their candidate doesn't win. I mean, look at, you know, the Bernie bros, you know, when their, their candidate didn't get in, mm. All of a sudden, it was like just complete deflation because yeah. their candidate didn't make it. I, That's a I very young kind of attitude. Uh, but I think the bigger one is like when you can order something on Amazon and get it shipped to you same day delivery. <laughs> but we've known that college debt has been out of hand for decades and done nothing about it. We know and are growing to know the benefits of universal health care for all mm -hmm. and we got like a little bit of a nudge in the right direction but still nowhere near and now we're going backwards when you look at uh the wage yeah. gap and how we've known that it's been a problem for decades and done nothing about it i can understand why young people are like well fuck it it's not going to change anything i think i think it's a little bit different this time because in the past, you know, it's because everything went so far to the right under Reagan because Reagan came in and just won these huge elections and did his Reaganomics of this tax cuts and did this America first shit kind of like Trump and pumped up our military and was so, you know, and so anti-government and and he won these big elections and you know the Reagan Democrats you always heard that shit where the middle of the road people a lot of them switched and started going Republican and you you saw a shift even when Clinton was in office Clinton was a center right democrat he wasn't a liberal and i think Obama was more centrist centrist you know but you could kind of see a little bit of a swing back you know even with Obamacare and everybody, of course, it killed him in his uh, first midterms where, you know, the Republicans picked up 63 seats before gerrymandering. 
And just a quick note on that, they picked up 63 seats that first midterm against Obama, and the popular vote they won by about 7 million. This time, the Democrats picked up 40 seats, won the popular vote in total by almost 9 million votes. So that's the difference between gerrymandering. Gerrymandering. <laughs> yeah. um, because the Democrats should have won 60-plus 60, 60 seats. I mean, yeah. it should have been a complete wipeout. Um, but putting that aside, you know, because of all the, you know, death panels, blah, 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 talk, and people are idiots, and they bought into it and put the Republicans back in charge. But even with that, though, you see that's more of a shift more to a progressive policy. And you see a lot of these Democrats, these first-timers, a lot of these women, a lot of younger people got elected, I mean, in their 20s. Yes, and that, they're all more a, progressive. Yeah, that so is I, a very big bright spot is women went out big, minorities went out big. I mean, we mm-hmm. had uh, first Native Americans mm-hmm, make two. it in. Yep, two um, yeah, we had a lot of uh, first, you know, from their state women getting mm-hmm. in. Um, it's... I don't know if you saw it, but one of the funniest things after, you know, it was all said and done. I mean, sure, there were some races that were still going on, but the majority of it was done. They had uh, a picture of all the Republicans that got voted in, and it was all white dudes except mm-hmm. for one woman yeah. who was also white. And then the Dems, which was like a fucking rainbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, it was it's pretty awesome to see that that was something that was extremely encouraging and yes a lot of people do have more progressive views they want single pair mm-hmm. um they want tax reform that yep. helps the poorest of us not right. the wealthiest of raising us. raising the minimum wage they want real immigration reform yeah. they want yeah i mean and the thing is i think because so many of them won and a lot of people, even like a Beto and stuff, people are like, oh, he's too liberal. He's too progressive. Well, you know what? He did better than any Democrats he done in Texas close. in 30 years. He was I mean, I knew he two wasn't and a half, win, 3% away, which is he, what I said. He got uh, he he got closer than I thought, to be honest. Yeah, and this is... I knew is he was going to lose anyway, but... Yeah. A damn this, in Texas, I was like, no fucking way he's even going to get close. This is a tough state. Like I said, with some of the suppression, this is... Texas has the lowest turnout of any state when it comes to voting, and they have some of the most just regressive laws when it comes to voting, you know, suppressive laws. So, I mean, it's the fact that he did as well as he did says something, you know, because he kind of came out of nowhere as a no-name, and, man, he just took off. Um, So I don't know what his game plan is, if he's going to try and run for a Senate. John Cornyn seats up 2020. If he doesn't, who knows, he might. I've been seeing a lot of presidential tab, you know. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the Democrats on my Facebook talking about how they want him to run for president and all that stuff, and Uh, uh, I think I don't know if he's ready. No, I I don't believe he is either. Um, And I even saw one person where uh, I think Bernie Sanders was on some news outlet, and uh, he said if he feels like he's the right candidate to take down Trump in 2020, he'll run. Um, yeah. And they were like, oh, don't, don't. We need Beto. We need new ideas. We need young blood. And it's like, well, yeah, Bernie might be old, but he's got a lot of really good ideas, people. <laughs> don't discount the guy. I mean, not only that, but, I mean, he, he captivated the whole Democratic base, basically, until the DNC decided to fuck him over. So I'll, I'll tell you what. I 
there's so many people that people are throwing names out. It's way early to get to talk about this. True. But, um, the one name that everybody throws out now who should have ran last time, I thought, when Hillary did and he didn't because his son passed away, was Joe Biden. And I know a lot of people are like, he's old guard, blah, 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 this and that. But, and this isn't... <sighs> I heard someone say this, and they kind of like, oh, it's kind of racist. It's not, though. And they were talking about you might have to run a, another old white guy to beat Trump, you know, because there's a lot of people that wouldn't, you know. But I don't know if I buy that. I think, like I always say, I think Hillary was just the one candidate that Trump could beat because she has so much baggage, yep, and she's my, so yeah. unlikable. Without a doubt. Yeah, um, if Bernie was in that spot, it <laughs> This would be a totally different ball game, and this I show th- would be completely different. See, I believe that too. A lot of people are like, "Oh, he's too left. He's too left." Oh, no, like, he would have won big time. He had a huge following. Yeah, I'm like, especially I think, with the young crowd. Holy fuck! I hate to hear that from people who say they're Democrats. Oh, I don't know. I think he's too left. I'm like, I don't, they, people are saying about Beto, and look <laughs> how well he did. Yeah. You know? No, 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 no. Yeah, it's it's definitely the Democratic Party is sort of shifting. Which it is needs good. to. It needs yeah, to. Yeah, it needs to. It is stale. I'm I'm tired of having a right an ultra right wing party and a middle right party. We need a fucking at least a mid middle left party in this country, and that's what the Democrats yeah. need to be. I mean, I, I'm I'm all down for old school politics, you know, when it comes to sitting down and going across the aisle and making bipartisan bills and stuff like that. Um you know, certainly there's every everything there could be some wiggle room, you know, especially if we got the money out of Washington. It would completely change the dynamic. You know, if the NRA wasn't able to just strong arm the whole fucking government, yep. we could actually try and get some, any little shred of gun control. But when you had the NRA out there saying nonsensical things um, and then getting their fucking rabid ass fucking conspiracy theorist believing stupid fucking base out there thinking, oh, any gun control is taking my rats away and taking my guns. You know, it's a slippery slope. It's like, no, fuckers. We're just trying to stop at least one yeah. mass shooting. At least just one. And if there is a mass shooting, which there will be, at least try and limit the damage that they can do. But they won't even fucking budge on it. You know, one thing that's positive when you're talking about that, we're talking about like a lot of the new people that got voted in, there were 15 races that Democrats won that were held by Republicans before where the Republicans in those districts, and we're talking like states like Georgia, you know, like in the South, um, that the Republicans they beat were like big time NRA, Second Amendment, you know, A plus NRA rating candidates where the 15 Democrats that beat them were anti-gun, hardcore gun legislation advocates like one woman who wanted a house in georgia um her main part of her platform was strict gun control basically taking guns not taking them away because no democrat has ever said they want to take guns away but assault weapon ban you know hardcore you know background checks waiting i mean she was for the whole thing everything that we should have you know sensible fucking stuff yep and i think when you see Democrats like that win, some of these other fucking piece of shit Democrats, these moderate ones who feel like they got to kiss the NRA's ass, maybe they should take a look at that and say, look at how many we came in this time. I mean, those are 15 that they pointed out because they won against 
A plus NRA gun fuckers, you know. And there's a ton of others out there that were big time for gun, um, you know, more gun legislation to, to try to just simple things, you know, yep. that we should have. I think they should look at that because it's just like Beto. Being progressive is not a fucking negative thing. I don't know why liberal, I know that the Republicans turned that into a dirty word. We need to take that back because it's a very fucking, yeah. it, the definition is not a fucking negative. You know, like, there's, yeah, they had the, uh, what is that term that they love to use? Libtard. Yeah. You know what my term is for Republicans? Uh, I call them conservatives or Republicans. Oh, see, yours is sort of similar to mine. Mine's Republicant. Yeah, I've seen that too. I like Republican. I always just say Republicans, but then again, I guess if I say that, you know, someone might say it's well, racist because Republicans. That oh, see, that's that's good though because a lot of Republicans are racist. Yeah, and they always say that we're against those thugs, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and also it it goes to the you know entire Trump administration that's mm-hmm. fucking corrupt as shit. And nah. our thugs, nah. Um, or was like, oh yeah. The, so before we get off the NRA, uh, I don't. I'm pretty sure you saw it. But one thing that happened while we were on the little break was, uh, you know, they tweeted out to tell doctors to stay in their lane. Did you mm-hmm. see all that? Yeah. <laughs> I I loved the medical, uh, you know, world's response to that. It was great. Um, I think one of the best posts i saw i can't remember what the person's name was uh but it had a picture of just like claws clothes all over the place and just blood fucking everywhere Mm -hmm. and they said i held this person's heart in my hand to beat them back to life and we still lost them after we took all the bullets out and all that stuff do not tell me to stay in my lane like holy shit that's fucking that's real yeah and uh, you know a lot of people are like oh well you know what do medical professionals have to do with anything it's like look it's called sensible stuff so mm-hmm. the medical professional field they saw a big rise in people getting killed by car accidents they were able to help correct that they got together with manufacturers to get safety up they educated their patients about it. And it's the same thing that they can do with gun violence. They can sit there and talk to their patients. You know, they're coming in for just a simple routine. Talk about their family. Oh, do you own any guns? Do you have a gun safe? You know, if they know that one of their kids is a little bit off the rocker, talk to them about their kids and, hey, you know, gun safety is a big thing because again like we always harp on the mass shootings and shit like that and yes they're all horrific and all that stuff but really one of the biggest things when it comes to gun violence is against the self suicides by gun is way way fucking up if you look at the statistics it's crazy so that is a big fucking problem and people don't address it and you know if the NRA is not going to do anything then it's I think it's totally within the right of the medical professional field because they're the ones that are having to pull these bullets out of people to ask their patients questions. They're not going to sit there and be like, do you have a gun? Give it to me. No, they're just going to ask them sensible questions and try and help educate them on safety. 
I uh, <laughs> I remember that first hit and stuff. My wife, she, you know, she follows like all of her nurse friends stuff. They have all these like medical, like Facebook, you know, fucking things that they're. What do you call them? I don't even do Facebook anymore. Like, like the Facebook big, group. Yeah, those groups and stuff. And she's a part of all the nursing ones and stuff. And yeah, they just posting all kinds of shit on there about that and you know and you're right man i mean it's fun to to tell them to fucking shut the fuck up but it's like well they're in the they're the ones that are patching holes up every day and watching you know young people die you know from all these ridiculous and most of them you know especially with kids it's accidental because people are fucking they have to have guns in their home but they don't know how to take care of their weapons and oh yeah so my my best friend he has uh, he has a few guns. Um, he keeps them safe as shit. He does have a uh, concealed handgun license. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does carry, and I tell him he's got a small penis all the time for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's extremely cautious and safe with all of his firearms. Um, he even goes as far as like keeping the ammo in one safe, guns in another safe. Mm-hmm. Um he is a little bit paranoid because he has guns because that's an actual fact. If you mm-hmm. have a gun, you become more paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he, you know, he's, oh, I need to protect myself from a home invader kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he does have a loaded handgun, but it's in this, like, uh, a lockbox where it's actually, like, fingerprint. You have to, like, he has to put his hand on it for it to pop open. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty nifty stuff. Um, but his brother-in-law is uh, in the military huge gun nut and him and his wife they leave guns like all over the house like in every nook and cranny not in a safe at all nothing Mm -hmm. loaded too loaded and they you know they've talked about like them babysitting his kids and he's like nope absolutely (laughs) fucking not like my kids are never ever going over there yeah, ever shit. not even with me they're not going over there the only time they're going over there is if you agree to clean your fucking guns up and put them in the safe because even he understands <laughs> that it's that's dangerous dangerous scenario because i mean you have a kid you know what it's like you you sit there for, and then all of a sudden five minutes you're like oh fuck where the hell's my kid <laughs> And in yeah. a scenario like that, like it's pretty, they and they find the nook and, nooks and crannies. Holy shit! I've watched his son. He's almost three. That fucker, like everything, will look pristine and clean. And that fucker will find like a French fry from like uh, ten years ago somewhere and try to mm-hmm. put it in his mouth. I was like, "What the fuck you doing?" Kids have a special sense about. Oh it yeah. When it comes to that thing. So I mean, yeah. Just because you hid your gun doesn't mean they're not gonna fucking find it. Come on, give me a break. Yeah, I mean, like when I grew up, uh, my dad, he hunted and he had a couple, he had rifles and we had like a gun cabinet in our living room, but it it was locked, you know, he kept it locked, which was great until the time I was like, you know, probably about eight or nine or something. Then I found out that the key, he just kept it right behind the gun cabinet (laughs) on a nail behind it. You just reach around and grab it. So yeah, it wasn't super secure. Yeah, it wasn't real secure, but we didn't have any AR-15s, and he didn't have handguns. He just had, you know, like thirty odd six and a twenty-two, and yeah, you know, just a shotgun for. I mean, it was all hunt for hunting. That was but, the first gun I shot, thirty odd six. 
Yeah, that thing had some pop to it. I went deer hunting one time. He let me take a shot. It almost knocked me on my ass. I was probably about 11, 12, if around there. Yeah, I was a little bit older than that, but first shot I ever took, killed a deer. Yeah, mine, not killed, so much. Killed a buck. <laughs> Wasn't, not so much at that point. And that's yeah. when I realized I didn't want to hunt anymore. I was like, damn, that was too easy. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, one of the few experiences I have really had with my dad going hunting, that's something I'm never going to do with any of my kids. <laughs> it's, just not, it's not my thing, man. I mean, some people are into oh, it. Oh, man. It's not they, my thing, you know. They love it up here. Holy mm-hmm. crap. Yeah, deer season's been going on, and, man, everybody in my office has been talking about it. Like, they all take vacation. <laughs> they all go up north, and they all come back with pictures and – you know, some of the guys are all grumbling because they didn't get nothing. <sighs> but, yeah. I mean, it uh, up here, I, I mean, Texas, I really don't remember very well. Uh, but up here, like, they're fucking vermin. Yeah. So you kind of do need to have hunters, like, stamp <laughs> down the population because they're fucking everywhere. It's crazy. <laughs> it is, man. Like, I see them at our office all the damn time. You see them everywhere so they they you know you gotta get that population and they don't have any predators because fucking killed all the wolves up here Mm. granted they they are making a little bit of a comeback but nowhere near the levels that they need to be to try and quell the deer population so you'd be fucking real men though man go out with hunt with bows and arrows yes so i think this weekend is the last weekend for rifle and then I think bow hunting lasts until close to the end of December. Good um, lord. So I wouldn't mind bow hunting because that seems like that's a skill. That's something that would be a challenge. Yeah, I was going to say that deer have a little bit more of a fair chance. Exactly. Rifle hunting, that's why it lasts longer too. Of course, you of- miss that arrow and those fuckers charge you and it's all over for you. <laughs> but They're like, like, uh-uh, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, rifle, rifle, it's so fucking easy. Like you, you see them if you go up north here. They all have their little deer stance and shit, and they just sit there. And they just wait until a deer crosses their path and just aim and shoot. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, come on. That's, where, where's the skill in that? Again, you know, it, it makes sense up here. You got to stamp down the population. Mm-hmm. But bow hunting, that, that seems a little bit more my speed. Fuck yeah, or just stand up in a tree and wait till they come by, and then you drop down on them with a fucking bowie knife and take them in hand-to-hand combat i did see a big fucking stag the other day a big motherfucker he was a i counted he was a 15 pointer huge motherfucker in the middle of a decent sized city i was like holy fuck (laughs) (laughs) and one of the guys that was working on this job with me he's like if i had my gun i'd shoot him Oh. And I started laughing. He goes, you think I'm joking? <laughs> yeah. Like, the dude was getting a hard-on for the steer. I was like, whoa, dude. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. It's know. only a deer. Not my thing, but like I said, yeah. You know, whatever floats your boat. Um, so I don't know if you had anything else for the show. Uh, but I did want to talk about a few things. Um, well, let's, sorry. Please, what? No, please do, sir. I got, I got, I got just one more thing. We can save it for the very end. So, I, I don't. Uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to approach it. So, I have you seen the? Are you gay, from, Eric? No, 
Have you seen out? the uh, developments from the um, Molar and the the Manafort thing? Oh, I mean, I've been keeping up with the news a little bit. The fact that he lied, so they're pulling yes. his plea agreement. Yeah, so they're pulling his plea agreement. Uh, he lied to them. Um, the Guardian also came out with a really good piece that I recommend everybody go and read. And it talks about how Manafort met with Julian Assange. Mm-hmm. No way. <gasps> Surprise. Yeah. Um, was it in Panama? I think it was in Panama. I just saw the headline and saw and heard a little bit about it. I didn't read anything um, up on it. But this is stuff that, um, as far as we know, even Mueller doesn't know about. So this is some pretty big stuff. Um, but uh, I don't know if you also saw this. Rudy Giuliani, this fucking... Uh, he's, I think he's like losing his mind. I think he's getting too old. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out and said that Manafort's lawyers were talking to Trump's lawyers mm-hmm. while Manafort's lawyers were talking to the Mueller team. Yeah. And giving them inside information as to where the investigation is steering yep. as to properly know how to attack it. Mm-hmm. And they were using that information to pump out propaganda out of the White House to discredit the Mueller investigation. Yeah. That's some serious fucking shit. Well, um, it's almost like everything else where... This, this plays right into what I said. If... If you guys remember, whenever they first started going after Manafort, I, uh, well, this goes a little bit deeper than what I thought, but I originally thought that Manafort wasn't going to give them shit and that he was going to go ahead and take whatever he got because he was going to get pardoned by Trump. Mm. This goes even further. Now he went in, got the inside information for Trump, mm-hmm. is going to get fucking arrested, put in jail, and then he's going to get pardoned by Trump. I was reading something about that because they were talking about the whole pardon thing and there's some there's some caveats to that that make it a little bit difficult because <laughs> Do you well, really think that's gonna stop Trump? Well no, because a lot of Manafort's financial crimes were being investigated, I think, by New York. So even if he pardoned for the federal crime, uh, because for some of the I guess it was fraud and some of the different aspects. Because Mueller, part of the plea bargain was they wouldn't go after him for the other shit. Well, what they can do is Mueller doesn't have to go after him for a lot of the tax stuff. They can just let New York take him down for that. And I guess they have enough where they could put him away for pretty much the rest of his life. He's an older guy. So even if he pardoned pardoned him, um, the state of New York basically could take him down. So... I mean, it's one of those things. And if he pardons him, then Congress can pull him before uh, before them for, you know, to question him. And he can't plead the fifth and he can't, you know what I mean? Like there's, if you get pardoned, then it kind of takes away your rights that way. I guess there, there's, I, I don't know all the whole legalese behind it, but I was reading some stuff on it from some lawyers um where they would explain it, but like it would actually be worse for Trump if he pardoned him because the information's out there. Whatever Manafort has on him or knows, 
Mulder already knows it. I mean, that's how he knew he was lying to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, he knows all so the what, stuff like he's so asking. So what's the motivation for Manafort to lie then? I think it's just, like you said, it's this hubris, this arrogance. Like, I can get away with it because, you know, I've got Trump in my back pocket. Like, I, I mean, you know, Trump was kind of floating that, oh, poor Manafort, the way they're treating him so bad. Like, even before Such he a got good sentenced. Guy. Yeah. So, and he saw him pardon, like, you know, Dinesh D'Souza and fucking Joe Arpaio and these people. Like, he knows that this motherfucker doesn't care about laws and structure and that he'll probably get a pardon for it regardless. I mean, Trump was already looking into pardoning himself and his kids and stuff. I mean, yeah. that, that shit came out, you know, months ago. Um. And even today, I think the a reporter asked him something about pardoning um, Manafort, and he basically brushed it off like, "Yeah, you know, I, you know, anything's possible," kind of thing, you know. <laughs> so, I think that's like a way of just putting that out there for Manafort, like, "Hey, just don't give up the goods," you know, no matter what they do to you or say, just don't give it up, you know. I think that's always been in the back of his mind and stuff with Manafort. So that's why I think he feels I can lie. I could say whatever I want, you know, we'll see what, if they get, cause in a way that helps Trump out and it helps him out too, because if he does lie to him and they say, okay, we know you're lying. Then that, that just shows them that Mueller's team has enough information already. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I know you're lying because we already have all this information. We're just using you as kind of like a secondary, you know, to basically back up the information we already have. Yeah. So if he comes out and lies, it's like no big deal because you got Trump over here saying, ah, you know, he's a poor Manafort. Uh, they're treating him poorly. I don't think it's fair. Hey, look at me. I have pardon power. I don't know. I just, it gives me fucking tired head. And after we just watched this, fucking blue wave hit and it was and it was a beautiful thing and they have congress now democrats and i know they're going to start doing some investigative work that the republicans were not doing before and i'm fine with that but i see a lot of people on there saying now let's impeach trump blah 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 the worst thing we could do Mueller's investigating all this stuff man Mueller's investigation could go anywhere it wants financial crimes russia ties they could go back and look at his business dealings from fucking 20 years they got carte blanche to do anything if you don't believe me ask ken Starr and what he did with bill clinton you know these councils could do anything they want and if you try and throw out impeachment proceedings you're going to turn everybody against i know a lot of people want to see it but people want to see things get done and I said this, you know, when we talked last time, if they were lucky enough to take the house by a good enough number, dude, literally within the first six months, they need to put out an infrastructure, pro, you know, bill. They need to put forth something that'll improve the deficiencies in Obamacare and help expand it, which another great thing was all the governorships that the Democrats picked up. I mean, they picked up like, what, 13, or not 13, like seven governorships? Yeah. That's seven more states now that Republicans were in charge of before that wouldn't do the Medicaid expansion. Guess what? They're going to do it now. And then two other states. This pisses me off. This is why I hate fucking Republicans. I don't know if you saw this, but, you know, every state always has their measures on, you know, legalizing pot or whatever the fuck it is. 
Utah and Idaho, two of the reddest states, those fucking cunt states, they have Republican governors. They wouldn't expand Medicaid before. Well, they passed, they put a measure on their ballots, and the people who want to vote for Trump and every other fucking Republican who is against Obamacare and all this other shit, you know, they'll vote for them, but then they voted on a separate provision to expand Medicaid in their state. <laughs> I'm like, you fucking pieces of shit. So you're going to have like eight or nine states that didn't have Medicaid expansion before they're going to expand it. That's going to add millions more onto the healthcare, you know, to having healthcare. So it's shit like that, man. But that's what they need to work on. They need to work on that. Like I said, immigration is another thing they need to get to. Um, I want to see him put forth legalizing marijuana federally. I want to see that as part of a major prison reform, which anybody who's yep. in for minor drug possessions and stuff, they get freed. Free them. They get their fucking felonies scrubbed from the records. They need to... They need to start doing things. That's what the Democrats need to do. Put forward shit, you know, gun control, all the stuff we talked about earlier, you know, background checks, automatic weapon ban, blah, blah, blah. Just fucking down the road. They need to, I want, within the first six months, they just need to be throwing out a bill every fucking day, saying, just showing that we're trying to get shit done because the Republican Senate is going to quash everything they do. And then they could say, look at these motherfuckers playing politics. They're not doing anything. We're putting forward stuff that the majority of Americans want all these things. We're trying to get them done. And they're fucking playing games over there. Since the election, I don't know if you saw it, Trump's disapproval rating is down to like, or his approval rating is only at like 36 or 37%. Yeah. It's dropping even further. And with this GM plant shutting the other day, mm-hmm. you're going to see all these jobs. And that's the first. There's going to be many more because of these tariffs and this other bullshit. Oh, yeah. He, he's, um, I mean, we'll see. I think uh, here pretty soon they are going to have some kind of talk with China. Mm-hmm. Um, How's that going to go? Probably pretty poorly. Yeah. Because uh, Trump has already come out and said that he wants to even give stronger tariffs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which China said, "All right, we'll scorch Earth, this motherfucker. We don't mm-hmm. care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we already have slave labor over here as it is. Fuck it. We don't yeah. give a flying fuck. We're growing as a powerhouse. You guys are losing out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, the the only benefit that can come of that um, is that some of these dumb fucks who voted for Trump are gonna get massively hurt." Oh, they already are, dude. Oh, no, they are. Those guys but, in the Michigan and stuff that, that, that but, switched over and voted? Yes, yeah. yes, they are. But I, it was only like a week or two ago, I was listening to NPR, and they were talking to a lot of these people. And despite the fact that it's hurting their pocketbook, they're like, well, let's give it time. Mm-hmm. We, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if it continues and it, it still it fucking stings and hurts... I'm hoping that eventually, I mean, obviously not all of them. There are, there are some rabid fucking Trumpers that are never going to fucking change a tune. Mm-hmm. But I think if it hurts enough people long enough, they're going to be like, all right, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, is not in my best interest, and we'll vote against him. Well, this Mueller thing continues to play out, and we're going to start seeing more indictments and more information coming out. I think between that, 
with these tariffs and we're on the brink of a recession again. The stock market has been up and down, up and down, up and down, and all the gains from this year have been practically lost in the last few weeks. Um, I think we're heading toward a pretty good recession. And when that happens, you know, when you see interest rates can't really go much lower, you know, so the Fed can't do a whole lot to offset it. And you're gonna see these manufacturing jobs. I think they said, uh, the farmers, so many farmers are going bankrupt now and losing their farms because of soybean, the tariffs and stuff of China. Like their production, I think they said that, you know, they're down to like 14% or something of the soybean going to China as opposed to a few years ago. I mean, it's been that huge of a drop off. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're losing their ass. And this is all middle America, Midwest, where. He pulled wins out of his ass by 30,000 votes in Michigan or whatever the fuck it was. And, you know, 10,000 votes. And I mean, what he won those three or four states by like 80,000 votes, you know, total. Those are the states that are going to get hammered the hardest. So two years from today, you look at this midterm and the turnout and Democrats, nine million more votes total. Biggest fucking victory ever. An election, I mean, from one party. There's no fucking way it's going to get better for the Republicans and Trump. And next time, there's a lot of these Senate seats up that are in more purple states where Republicans have them. Or maybe they have a seat in a blue state like a Susan Collins. She's like the last Republican in that northeastern corridor. You know, and her ass is up in 2020 and her Kavanaugh vote sure ain't going to help her. So I think that this was a blue wave this time. Man, I think the Democrats may just fucking destroy in 2020. I mean, I haven't been this optimistic in a while, but I think they should maintain the House, if not pick up maybe even a couple more seats. I think they're going to win back the Senate. And like I said, if anybody but Hillary is at the top of the ticket, (laughs) they're going to win the presidency. Because they would have last time. She got three million. I mean, look, as much as I shit on her, she got three million more votes. If we didn't have the stupid ass electoral college. But I don't think it's going to make a difference because he ain't winning Michigan next time, man. He, I mean, the governorships, Wisconsin, Michigan, they were Republican. They went Democrat in this last election. Democrats got yeah. those houses back, which means they're not going to be able to suppress votes and jerry-rig systems you know, like they did in this last election. You know, you got, like I said, you had seven more Democrat governors pick up. Those states aren't going to be able to rig those states anymore. Yep. I mean, they're going to be fair elections in those states for the Democrat next time. So, I don't know. I'm pretty happy. I mean, I'm not because I think things are going to get really bad in the next two years. Like I said, I am almost assured we're going to have another recession. And it's going to fucking hurt, I think, a lot. (laughs) You know, Um, which isn't great, but... You know, sometimes it's like this is what people did to us. You know, it's like every idiot that voted for Trump, this is what you fucking did to us. So you got to feel the pain before it's going to get better. Um, Another thing, and this uh, is something that just recently started happening, and I fucking love it. And I think the media needs to continue to do it. Um, It started with one reporter, and now it's turned into other things. So... Um, oh, uh, 
Trump was talking about Obama's separation policy, and we have the same policy, blah, 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 blah. And a reporter just flat out told him, no, no, it's not the same. It's different. Like, she fact-checked him right to his fucking face. Mm-hmm. Like, that made a difference. Um, and he, <laughs> like, just stopped taking questions and just pointed at her and walked away like a little mm. bitch. Because um, that's what he is. Well, he's a big bitch, but yeah. And then, I don't know if you saw it, I think it was today, uh, it was the first time Sarah Huckabee lies my ass off Sanders, mm-hmm. um, did a press briefing. Uh, MSNBC didn't even broadcast it. Yeah, they're not showing her shit anymore. They're like, nope, all you do is lie, we're not showing your shit. Um, CNN, I know they're the fake news and all that stuff. They actually started fact-checking live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but she started talking about the the climate. whole yeah the whole climate report that came out that said, "Hey, uh, it's really fucking bad." Yeah, it ain't um, good, kids. And it came from Trump's administration, and Trump is saying, "Oh no, it's lies." <laughs> I know. It's like, dude, this is you from your administration. <laughs> yeah, just like the the voter uh, the the uh, f- uh, voter fraud uh-huh. case that you know. He just swept on the rug and never said anything about. No, they're still working on it, I think. No. There's, just, there's no. so much voter fraud, they, they're still working on it. They, they came out with their conclusion, and it didn't even come close to what he thought it was. So he just swept it on the rug and never talked about it again. Um, about that. He still talks about it, but he doesn't mm-hmm. talk about that investigation. Um, but, yeah, so <sighs> she's talking about it and completely lying her ass off. And then all of a sudden, this little slide comes out. And it's got the facts about this climate report, about like how many agencies were involved and how many people were involved, mm-hmm. um, how apparently there was some conspiracy theory that one of the co-authors was paid mm-hmm. or something. And it's like, no, they weren't paid. Yeah. And then something that. and then something else. But I was like, holy shit, they're fact checking live. They've Media been doing that needs more. to fucking do that. They need to, like, just straight to their face, fucking fact-check them immediately. Don't let them continue. Just fucking stop them. Be, nope, nope, you're wrong. You're lying. And then when they're doing these prep bracings and any of that shit, just put it. I would love it whenever he does a fucking State of the Union if all of a sudden they put in a little slide and just started fact-checking every single fucking thing he's saying while he's Man, doing I- it. Oh, uh, please. They should just not even show that. Anymore, well, yeah. I, I mean, take it or leave it. I, I prefer the fact-checking live thing. I just think it's funnier. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I I will say kudos to MSNBC for just like saying, no, we're not even going to. If you have something relevant to say, we'll report on it. But we're not even going to be a vessel for your propaganda. Well, it took them long enough. Oh, no, I agree. Way, way too long. It should have been stopped a long fucking time ago. Um, I mean, of course, Fox News is always going to run it. Mm. They're state-run media. Uh, but yeah, so that that was a highlight today. It had me rolling. So, uh, you got anything else, Eric? Uh, that would be negative, sir. <clears throat> I got one more thing. Okay. This is really just a personal note for you because of the 10 people listen to us, they're still not lit. They're, they've cut out a long time ago. But uh, so 
I found out something um, the other day. I mean, something that I kind of knew for about a month, but it's uh, 100% certain <laughs> as of last week. Um, so I found out our old friend Brad, who did the show with us for about 15 or 20 episodes and made a couple uh-huh. guest appearances back in the day, you know, everybody, him and then our old buddy Boggs, we all did the divorce, remarry yeah. thing and have kids. Yeah. And I noticed Brad, like he did the same thing I did. He married a woman that had a couple kids already. Uh-huh. So he had, uh, then he just found out like a few months ago, his wife is pregnant, his new wife. So they're going to have four kids. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I've got four kids. Can't have that. So I got a fifth one on the way. <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. <laughs> Dude. Uh, it was a shock to me because you went from like, fucking no one swimmers <laughs> like no i'm just talking about your sperm oh yeah you it guys was, are it struggling was, it Struggle wasn't bus. working wasn't working and now all of a sudden you're like fucking got super sperm well that's what happens when you stop eating all the meat and the fried shit and you start eating better i think it makes your sperm like more fucking superior <laughs> fucking <laughs> so jesus yeah, she was supposed to be taking birth control. Um, evidently, it wasn't working too well, or she wasn't taking it properly. <clears throat> so it was a shocker to me. She was kind of sick a couple weeks ago, a few weeks back. She wasn't feeling too good, and she kind of fought through it for a few days, and finally like the weekend came up on us, and she was still feeling like shit. So I'm like, just go to the fucking doctor. I go, go to care now or something, you know, because it's just – you need to go see if you need to get some meds or something, you know. So she finally got off her ass. She goes up to the clinic and she came back. She goes, I need to talk to you about something. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like she goes, um, I have something really important. I need to tell. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is it? You know, Just I'm back, spit like, it the fuck out already. Yeah. Get in a panic mode. Cause at first, I'm like, "What the hell, man? What is what's going on?" You know, because I know she don't know she's not going to come back and say there's something major with her. She just wants to care now. They just look down at her throat. So, I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And then she's being all weird about it, and I'm like, uh, then the first thing that pops in my head is, "You're not fucking pregnant." Are you? <laughs> Did you say it like that? Uh, I had some choice words. I was not <laughs> excited at first. <laughs> I was. I automatically went to panic mode because I'm like, we're so yeah. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, dude, you know how I was about to throw a party because my oldest stepson's about to graduate here in a few months. And I was already making plans because I was going to get my media room back because I was going to move my other son into the baby room. And then the media room was going to be a hybrid fucking baby, you know, media room for me. And I was planning on doing some major things in there. I was all excited. I'm like, yeah, one less kid. One Look, I love the baby, but the teenagers suck. And because uh, they stink and they don't help around the house too much. And I don't know. They don't help with him or anything. They're kind of pains in the ass. So it's like, I could give or take them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the baby's, the, he's my favorite by far. <laughs> but I didn't want another one. I only wanted one more. <laughs> God damn, man. I mean, I'm, congratulations. 
No, I mean, it's one of those things, like, I'm giving my wife shit about it because I'm like, eh, bro, because we won't, okay, so we went to the doctor the last time and stuff when she was pregnant. I, I went to the, one of the first times we did the sonogram and stuff, and so I'm talking to the doctor, and I was like, so, I go, when she gives birth, I'm like, it's pretty easy for you guys to just t- do the tube tying thing right then, right? I go, it's because you're, you know, we're already there and stuff. Yeah, goes, you're already oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, it's a pretty simple procedure and stuff. I'm like, yeah, can we? I go, let's do that. And she kind of got pissed. She's like, oh, I got to get my tubes tied. You go get a vasectomy. Blah, blah. I'm like, nope, not going to do that. Um, not snipping on anywhere down there. Very sensitive. And I'm like, you're already going to be in the hospital. Let's just fucking get it done. And she fought me on it. So now the other day she told me, when she told me this and stuff, I was like, you realize you're getting your tubes tied this time. She's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she went to the doctor the other day and they did the sonogram. I couldn't go. We didn't think they were going to do the sonogram yet, but they did the test on. She's already like eight weeks along. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So they did the sonogram and t- did the blood test on her. So we should find out what sex it is here in about another another week. So... She wants a girl, and I think she did this purposely because she wanted to try again because she wanted a girl. She's not admitting to it, but I'm about 99.9% sure. Yeah. Do-over. You know, she already said that this was a do-over for her first son, and <laughs> she wants a girl for a do-over. God damn. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, Teenager. Man. You are Teenagers. screwed. Well, yeah. You are so <laughs> fucked. So I'm. You better uh, get those teenagers' asses whipped, and ready to fucking lift a fucking finger and help out. Well, they don't really know yet, so we're gonna have the big family talk. Like we haven't. You, you uh, better. You 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 need to lay down the law and be like, look, you're under my fucking roof. You got to start helping out around here because shit is about to get crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna get pretty weird. I, I think the the, the girl, my stepdaughter, she's she helps. Um, I mean, she watches uh, the baby and stuff, and she'll kind of she'll you know she'll change a diaper for us here or there and stuff. I mean, so she's she's all right, you know what I mean? Like I in a pinch, she's all right. She comes through in the clutch for us. the The boys are completely useless in every way possible. <laughs> so just like boys, yeah. I mean. The most I can get out of them is like, hey, I got to do this real fast. You need to watch the baby. Sit here and watch it. I mean, of course, he he runs all over the place, but we've got his room where we kind of got it. We got the baby gate thing on it. So he could just, they could just sit in there with him and he could just do whatever the hell he wants. You know, it's not that difficult. We've really dumbed it down for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's going to yeah, be fun. And they got Fortnite time. on mobile. They can just play it on their phone. <laughs> so it's. Uh, yeah, so I was like, so when's this thing supposed to be due? And she like, she was like, oh, in June. I'm like, God, not June. I said, we, I was like, oh, my God. I said, right at the beginning of the summer? I'm like, oh, it's terrible. So at least the kids will be out of school, so they're definitely going to have to help a little bit at that point. But, yeah, so I don't know what's going on with that. So, hey, if anybody's listening out there and you got – you know, offer up some baby names. Give Jesus me some suggestions. <laughs> Look, we already have enough fucking people on this planet. <laughs> Dude, it's not my fault. Global warming is a serious issue, and every person is just more. Yeah, it is your fucking fault. 
It's my wife's fault. She's supposed to be on the. She wasn't doing her birth control right. She yeah, fucking. You're not doing me. it either. Well, she's getting her tubes tied this time, so there's no more. Man, <laughs> this like is, this is. I've always one. felt like you know good about not having a kid because I'm like, man, that's just one less body that I'm pumping out into the earth to fucking pollute it and do all mm. crazy shit to it. Well, can I go negative with that? Is there somehow that I can get negative kids? Mm, I don't think that's how it works, but. I mean, I wish it did, because I would definitely go negative. Well, just, just try of, and help even it out. Think about it this way: since you're not having any, we'll just kind of average out between you're, both of us. You're, you're making the average for us, because yeah. <laughs> I got none. God damn it, man! <laughs> oh man. Well, so anyway. I mean, yeah. Like, congratulations, I guess. Nah, I mean, I look. I'm fine with it. I you know I look at it this way that I have because you got to look at the positives and stuff. So I don't want to be like sure. n- negative vibes on the kid and stuff. It's not the kiddo's fault and stuff. No, and, certainly not. And I'll I'll love the little bastard when it gets here, no matter uh, of what. Of course you. Will. I'm not saying you are not. But <laughs> financially, I'm going to be fucked. That oh, goes yeah. to me having fun for the next three years because we're going to be penny pinching now. Holy fuck! It's going to be even harder to do this show now. It's, I know. That's why I, I was telling the wife, I was like, dude, we only do it like every two or three weeks it's now. It's going to get way worse, folks. Sorry. Well, it'll Blame either be Michael. that. It'll either be <laughs> that or I'm going to move uh, like the fucking my setup into the baby room and you're just going to hear fucking babies whining <laughs> in the background the whole Please time. No. I don't have kids for a reason. So it'll be one of the two things. The wife, I we were talking, though, she's going to try and look into getting um a job with some better hours and stuff so we can kind of reconnoiter what we're doing. So I don't know. So yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass. You're going to have to get like an au pair or whatever the hell they're called. Like a 20 year old Hispanic girl. (laughs) Yeah. If I was still living in Texas, I'd tell you to get somebody that's really hot. I already told the wife that she's like, maybe we can get someone to come help out, like clean the house and stuff. I was like, oh, I'm sure I could find a nice 19 or 20 year old Hispanic girl that'll come over and with big titties help out. She's like, she goes, nah, she's gonna get some, <laughs> we'll get some old Asian woman or something. I was like, <laughs> right, <laughs> all right, whatever, dear. So that's the that's on crazy the man. Agenda. That's crazy. I definitely did not expect that news at all. Yeah. You and me both. So, <laughs> wow, crazy! I'm gonna set I'm gonna set up a GoFundMe. So if any of the listeners out there, gonna <laughs> have not not one, <laughs> not two, <laughs> not three, not four, but five fucking kids Holy in this house. Fuck, that's crazy. Well, at least the little one is gonna have a brother or sister that's his age now, so he won't grow up. Like as an only child, so there's yeah, yeah, that's a positive. That's the big, that's the big positive of it all. Of course, I tried to Dude. start e- eating better and living better, so I could live long enough to see this one. You know, maybe get married and have kids and stuff. It's like now I'm just giving up on that dream too. <laughs> you just dove right into like a huge fucking greasy burger the instant yeah. you heard it. Just started fucking like, wolfing well, down fuck thirty-two ounce steaks. I need two large pepperoni pizzas and mm-hmm. <laughs> a fucking like, 12 pack of beer let's go i'm so fucking stressed i don't you know what i i haven't really i don't really drink anymore either i've pr- pretty much given up drinking but i don't You're know if i'll go back to start to eat, i don't know if i go back to eating meat but man 
<laughs> Might have to go invest in some fucking some beers. I don't know. Get a fridge out in the garage. Just fill it full of fucking beer. Just go sit out in the garage and stare at the wall <laughs> cry. and get drunk. <laughs> fucking cry. Uh, alrighty, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Yep. God uh, damn it. Check our Canadian brethren at Podblocked. I wonder Joe if needs getting... to have, have about three more kids. I wonder how much snow they've gotten. We, we're we having a light dusting this evening. We're getting like two inches. Yeah, that's fun, man. We haven't had any. It's like 70 degrees here. But it's not. I mean, two inches is fucking nothing here. So, But anyway, and uh, 742 Evergreen Terrace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, everybody else can go fuck themselves. Pretty much. And that's it. Adios, mofos.